Hello everybody, what's cracking? We are back for another episode, an MMA episode. Um, so we're going to get into some news, talk about some news, things of that nature, what's going on. Um, my co-host, the Trent, is going to be in Noble, Oklahoma this weekend, covering the Conquer the Concrete event at Thunder Valley Raceway. Uh, so you're going to be hearing and seeing some pictures posted from those. So please give us your support on this thing. Uh, you know, it's exciting for all of us. I am currently not going to be able to have the chance to join him, but he will be out there covering the event, taking some videos, sending them to me. I'll be posting them, putting them on. Hopefully he can get out there and get to interview some uh, some drivers. If he can, that would be great. And We'll get them on and we'll put them on as fast as we can. I'm um, also thinking about doing a, a, a race car or a drag race portion of this, uh, just like I do the MMA one, like I'm doing now. I'd like to go ahead and put that on there. Also, I'd like to talk to some fighters about what cars they like, you know, what kind of cars they like to drive, what's their favorite car, what's the favorite brand of their car, things of that nature. Just kind of mix it up a little bit and just have fun with it. That's what we're here for, have fun, enjoy ourselves, hopefully, you know, grow this into something that everybody can enjoy and do good in, in this world. Well, that being said, that's the introduction. Let's go ahead and jump into a little bit of news um, and, and go from there. So uh, what I was reading, uh, and we're coming into a big fight here, uh, the first weekend of, of, of April, uh, of course, it's going to be UFC 223 headlining the event. It's Khabib versus Tony Ferguson for the lightweight title. Uh, as I said in the last uh, last episode, that uh, Conor McGregor is rumored to go to be ringside, cage side, whatever, you, however you want to put it. He's going to be there. And apparently he's going to confront the winner in the ring and also he says that he's ready to go. So if somebody pulls out, he's ready to jump in. Uh, he's on standby. He tweeted the other day, stay ready. I don't know, just some rumors. Things I've heard, things I've read. You know, I haven't, you know, I can't confirm or deny those, but those are just some rumors, so I hope, hope they're true because that's very exciting if they are. What I want to talk about today, though, is the rematch, the co-main event of UFC 223, the rematch between Rose Namajunas, who is current champ, versus jo Joanna John Jacek. I think I said it right. Hopefully I did. Uh, and uh, so uh, those Polish names are really hard. They're, they're tough. I like Poland. I like Polish people. Great people. But it's tough to say that. I'm bad with names in general. So anyways, uh, going to that, um, this is a big fight. This is a big fight for Joanna. It's, it's, you know, Rose don't have to give her the rematch or anything like that. Uh, you know, Rose, Rose um, has everything to lose here. But who has everything to gain is Joanna. Joanna um, is one of those uh, one of those champions who've been champion for a long time. She dominated, and I was actually I'm a, I'm a fan of Rose. I mean, I, I'm a fan of Rose, but I'm also uh, I was a fan of Joanna, and I actually had her picked for that last fight. Um, I wasn't really happy with the way she conducted herself, like in the weigh-ins and stuff like that. I understand it's kind of her job to kind of instill fear into your opponent to, to kind of win that mind battle before you get in, which is, which is a big part of, of fighting. Um, but I think she conducted herself in a manner that I didn't, I didn't think was very well. But uh, anyways, uh, getting into this, uh, SB Nation posted an article uh, saying that uh, Joanna, um, Joanna, this, she says this rematch is bigger than her whole fight career. And I'm going to have to agree because uh, if she loses this, she kind of just falls back into the rankings, and, and I mean, we're not going to forget her because she's so dominant 
um, so dominant in in in, uh, in her reign as UFC champion that you know you're not gonna forget her. She's well well versed in, in her stand-up game. She's a, she's a Muay Thai specialist. She's super good at what she does. She would just pick girls apart, tear them up on the feet, and see her get see her tap due to strikes was very shocking in the last fight. Uh, but this is I do I do agree that this is bigger than her whole fight career. This fight here is going to determine who she is as a fighter and everything. Um, and you're going to see, uh, I think we're going to see a really good battle. I don't think it's going to end as fast as it did last time. I think we're going to see a really good battle. I'm not going to pick, uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to pick, uh, I'm not going to state who, who I think is going to win. Um, i just tell you that it's going to be a really good matchup. Rose Namajunas is excellent in all places. She's good on the ground. She's good on her feet. Uh, but Joanna... Uh, she has really good takedown defense, and she also <clears throat> is extremely dominant on the feet. She has that Muay Thai uh, that is just superior to most people's Muay Thai, especially in the division. <clears throat> uh, but she was interviewing, uh, <clears throat> this is a big big fight for her, uh, she was interviewing uh, here, and uh, <clears throat> she was... Uh, happy that uh she was happy that she got the immediate rematch but she says um even if she didn't get the immediate rematch her goal was to get the title back she don't care about the belt she just wants the title of champion again uh back um and that's that's one of her uh she just she just she just wants it back she just wants that st her status back and i i i agree I mean, we all have off days. You know, sometimes we don't want to be at work. Sometimes maybe that was just one of her off days. And she's going to come in and dominate and get the belt back and continue her reign. Good for her if she does. Um, I hope to, I know we're going to see an exciting fight uh, on April 7th uh, between those two. And uh, Joanna, uh, you know, best of luck to you. Uh, really hope to, to see, you, see you reach your goals. Rose, you're an excellent champion. Uh, I really like... Um, I really like how you conduct yourself and carry yourself well, um, and I like how you're just you're just about business. You don't care about talking crap or anything like that. You're just about the fight business and getting in there, and I really admire about that uh, about Rose. So, to be honest, uh, whoever does come out on top of this here, I'm not gonna feel bad about it. Uh, I'll be happy for either one of them who comes out on top. Uh, Rose, like I said, is a great champion, a good person who carries herself well, and and Joanna, she's just a, a great example of great exceptional striking skills and one of those type of people have worked really hard to get where she's at and I, I believe she deserves a rematch I, I believe if you if a champion loses like that um, it was it was a, a, a clear she clearly lost but I, I do believe she deserves a rematch and uh, we'll see what she has whenever that comes whenever that comes about um, so yep yeah, that being said that's the co-main event for UFC 223 <clears throat> UFC 223 and um in april so april 7th i will definitely be watching you'll definitely be seeing my comments and you'll definitely um, definitely get a follow-up podcast the next day uh, about the whole everything that goes on uh, again i'm not going to say who who i want to win but i will just say good luck to both of them and i'll be happy if either one of them wins. any either person wins i'm not gonna not gonna feel hurt i'm not gonna feel hurt like uh, how do I explain? I was like when um, Frankie Edgar lost, or he got his first knockout loss in the UFC. That hurt. That hurt to see Frankie go down like that. Frankie's such a good person. And not that Brian isn't. Brian's a really stand-up person too. So, 
if if I would uh, chose anybody for him to lose to, I guess it would have been Brian. But yeah. Anyways, he real fight fans understand who've been watching the sport for a long time. We watched Frankie fight all these years. I heard to see him go down like that. And I'm just saying that in this fight, either way it goes, I'm not going to have that, you know, and I'll just be happy whichever one wins. Uh, other news, um, we all know uh, Valentina Shevchenko. Uh, she is an excellent fighter, a really, really good fighter, stand-up fighter. Uh, one of my personal favorites, it's kind of for personal reasons why she's my personal favorite, or one of my uh, personal favorites uh, is um, you know, she, uh, she moved. Uh, to Peru, and, and she went to Peru, and she liked it so much she decided to stay. I'm uh, kind of in the same position. Yeah, my wife's from Peru, so uh, when I went to Peru, I fell in love. I absolutely love Peru. Plan on living in Peru, and it's just the place that I love to be. I spend a lot of time there, and uh, so me and her have that kind of thing in common. Except she lives in Lima, and I don't like Lima that much. I'm a Cusco guy. Anyways, so uh, uh, so Valentina Shevchenko, I follow her a lot. You know, shout out to her. She's uh, one of my uh, favorite UFC woman fighters. Um, but the news is that the UFC has signed Valentina Shevchenko's sister, Antonia Shevchenko. And this is really exciting too, because she is young and she is also, she is 3-0 in her MMA career. Uh, her first MMA fight was in 2005 in South Korea. <clears throat> and uh, so she's, uh, she's, she's just getting into, she's just getting started and for the UFC to pick her up so fast. I mean, they haven't signed her on, they signed her on to the, uh, um, the Contender Series. Yep, uh, so Antonio uh, Shevchenko uh, will be on Tuesday night's Contender C Series. She's currently 3-0, and <clears throat> um, and uh, she's, she's a veteran. She's a veteran fighter. She's been doing this for, she's been fighting a long time. She has over 40 professional uh, Muay Thai fights, and she's extremely well-versed in Muay Thai. Uh, that's pretty much what, what she does. <clears throat> She's a she's a Thai uh, a WMC Muay Thai female super lightweight champion world champion. Um, she's a Phoenix fighting championship Muay Thai champion. She's a lion fight Muay Thai champion. Uh, she has all the credentials, and I'm really excited to see her um, see her in this. <clears throat> now she had had one loss, uh, I think, in her Muay Thai career against Yulia uh, um, Vasco Boynik. I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, I'm apologize if I'm saying that wrong, probably am. Um, as a professional uh, with four losses in her amateur career, Antonia does have a win over a UFC fighter, Lena uh, Landsberg, uh, but that was in the IFMA World uh, Championships in 2011. So super, super exciting. Um, I read this news coming over, um, you know, this, the Cyborg, Chris Cyborg Nation uh, on Chris Cyborg's uh, uh, website. Uh, you know, I always try to follow her and get her news. She's Way, way deep into the world. So, uh, thank you, ChrisCyborg.com, for for that information. It was uh, really helpful. I was super excited when I read it. I'm like, oh no, they did. I follow her on Twitter and and, and things. That, I think they've been in Houston and Texas. I don't know if they're from there or whatever, but uh, very interesting uh, people and very fun to watch those uh, those two. Uh, they don't know. We don't know what what weight class she's going to come in at, though. You know, we don't know if she's going to. Uh, she's. I mean, she's fought in a lot of weight classes. She's fought 125 pounds, 135 pounds. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure she could even do 145. Um, but we'll see. Uh, she will be on the Tuesday night contender series, though. So we're looking forward to that. 
looking forward to that uh, coming up here here soon. Um, again, I'm a big fan of uh, Valentina Shevchenko. She fought. Uh, she fought. She fought Chris Cyborg, I believe. Anyways, um, I can't remember her fights. I, I'm a big fan of her. I just couldn't remember her fights at the time. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, that's one of those things. And uh, uh, also, Frankie Edgar. Just, I'm sure you guys, if you follow any kind of news on MMA. You've seen that Frankie Edgar, uh, you know, posted, uh, did an interview this week saying he'd been back in sparring. Uh, he just posted on Twitter not too long ago. He's like, yeah, in an interview early, I, he, I'm going to read it word for word here. Frankie Edgar posted this. In an interview I did this week, I said I have been sparring. I just want to clarify that the sparring I've been doing did not include headshots and has been technical drilling sessions. Yes, uh, that's very good, Frankie. Um, I was hoping that I, when I learned that you're going to be fighting Cub Swanson in a rematch uh, fairly quickly after that knockout loss, I was a little concerned. Um, of course, I trust him because he's just a veteran. He knows what he's doing. If he feels healthy enough to, to go and fight, then he, then he should. You know, Nobody should stand in the way and tell him otherwise. Unless, of course, it's you know, save his life or whatever. But... Uh, you know, trust the judgment, and it's good that, it, and I knew, I knew he was the type of person that's going to uh, be safe in his training and everything like that going into the next fight, so good that he goes on uh, Twitter and clarifies that, and uh, does those type of things, um, and uh, so, yes, Frank Edgar, going to be watching that fight, super excited, big fan, uh, so shout out to Frank Edgar. Next little bit of news we got going on, Vulcan Oldsdemir. He suffered a knockout loss back in UFC 220 against um, no one other than Daniel Cormier. Great card, by the way. Oof. You know, Stipe Miocic dominated on that. I haven't got to talk much about him on my podcast, but I will. Maybe I'll get him on the podcast. Hmm. All right, Stipe, if you're listening, uh, once you're on the podcast, come on, join us for a while. I'd love to. I'd love to talk to that that guy. He seems like a really cool guy. Anyways, uh, he went in. Uh, he went into the UFC 220 with a good momentum. And he got ragdolled uh, Cormier. He's not a pushover Cormier. Um, anyways, but uh, uh, Vulcan Osdemore had come out to say that he will be champion by the end of 2018. I don't know how he plans on doing it or what his plans are, uh, but he's a very motivated person. And he is definitely hell-bent on pursuing his dream of, being, uh, of acquiring a, a, a UFC championship. He's only 28, so... It's definitely, definitely possible, and I was uh, able to scrape up that news, um, you know, from thebloodyelbow.com, who we also follow, so shout out to Bloody Elbow. Uh, keep it up. Love love reading your news. Love getting all those noise, news news stories from you guys. <clears throat> and uh, so Volkan Olsenrier, he said, it's all about the goal. Uh, uh, he was talking to somebody from MMA Junkie. I think it was John Morgan. Uh, this was like around, uh, yeah, he was talking to them. He said, it's all about where I am headed. I'm still heading toward the same goal. It's not. It was not even one year to my title shot, and I guarantee you, it's not going to be another year until I'm champion. That's what he stated just last week, uh, whenever he did an interview with MMA Junkie. Uh, so, looking to see him back in the ring too. He's a si- exciting fighter, heavy-handed. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets that shot again. We we'll hope to see him in there. He's, he's an exciting fighting, exciting fighter, and uh, he, he came. He came from a, a tough place too. So, um, anyways, so that's uh, that's exciting. Uh, those are a little bit of a news. Um, kind of looking around uh, right now, uh, reaching out to some fighters. 
uh, kind of talking to a few of them, seeing if we can get them on the podcast. Uh, maybe even a couple other people. Well, like I said earlier in the podcast, uh, uh, we are going to have some boots on the ground at Conquer the Concrete in Noble, Oklahoma, at the Thunder Valley Raceway, having a big event. There's going to be a lot of a lot of well-known people down there. Street Outlaws from the, I believe they were on Discovery Channel. I'm not sure what channel their show was on, but Street Outlaws. Uh, there's a, a racing uh, people who build some race cars. Um, Chief and Sean and all them. Uh, anyways, uh, they're going to be out there. A lot of big names are going to be out there in the racing world. Uh, so we're going to be doing those interviews. Uh, hopefully, uh, uh, the Trent will get us some interviews that we can post. We'll definitely have some pictures and videos that I'll be posting on Twitter. So if you like cars, you like racing, so be looking for that uh, come this weekend. Also, uh, in the talks with some some fighters to get them to come on, some well, well-known fighters. Uh, I'm not going to say their name until we uh, coordinate it and get it scheduled in, and then I'll, then I'll mention them. Uh, but I am in the talks, so stick around for that. I will be announcing uh, some, some new uh, fighters, UFC, hopefully some Bellator fighters. Um, get them in here on the podcast. And, um, yeah, so uh, that's all I have for today, guys. Thank you for listening. And, as always, we appreciate the support. Thank you for, uh, to all the followers that followed us. Um, we, got, we got a lot of good names that have followed us here in the recent, uh, recent weeks that we've been really pushing the podcast, that we really launched the podcast so thank you to all that. Again, we have our t-shirts out. Go check my feed. Uh, I sent the link out there. I got a new style of t-shirt that we just came out with. I will post the link uh, later this later today. Uh, so be checking that out. I'll be I'll be posting it um, posting it uh, on. So if you're interested in any of the t-shirts, they're pretty cool, pretty cool t-shirts. Support our cost, guys. Uh, any of the money that we get from it is going to uh, to to get us some new equipment. So we can so you can better hear us and we can do this a little more professionally uh, and not be we don't want to sound unprofessional you want to we want to we want to try to give you the best quality podcast we can give you and that's what we're going to work for uh, so please support us in that uh, the t-shirts are the link to the t-shirts are on my twitter twitter is dragon fist that's d-r-a-g-n-f-i-s-t uh, so give us a follow give us a like on facebook which is actually the same uh, handle Dragon Fist, uh, and uh, find that link. Get yourself a T-shirt. They're all cotton, 100% cotton T-shirts, and uh, unisex. Uh, they're available in various colors. We got hoodies, long sleeves, if you're in the cold weather. But we're most places here in the U.S. We're going into going into spring and summer. So get those T-shirts. Get them out. Break them out. Ready for for all that. Love to see pictures. If you do get some of the shirts, I'd love to see some pictures, guys. Um, so yeah, that's all we have today. Love you guys. Thank you for all your support. Just much thank you. I'm definitely having fun doing this, and I hope you guys are having fun listening. And um, that's all I have for today. So have a good day, guys.